0: This week's episode is brought to you by Free Speech TV. On television, the internet, and radio, Free Speech TV inspires viewers to become civically engaged. For more information, visit freespeech.org.
1: Denver, city weather, intoxicates me
2: with its sunny afternoon.
3: Hello and welcome to the Denver Diatribe, a weekly podcast of news, culture and stuff as it pertains to Denver, Colorado, the most tween friendly city between Hannah, Montana, and the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Today, Denver through the eyes of Josh is giving me the look. Denver through the eyes of an eleven year old, then and now. I'm Ron Doyle and studio with me today are Josh Johnson. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, Ron. Uh, Vanessa Martinez. Howdy. And uh, special appearance by Mr. Joel Warner.
0: It's always special appearance by <laughs> Joel. Always. <laughs> so
3: we were not expecting this morning. And, and of course, our, as usual, our man behind the glass, Julian Mondragon. Good morning, Julian. Hello, everyone. Uh, so, um, un- unless the sun has uh, cooked the Internet, we are streaming live right now from uh, nfnradio.com uh, if you want to check us out. Uh, this morning, we are talking about eleven uh, year olds
4: <laughs> but not two eleven year olds did we clarify that on twitter we're not I no eleven year olds are listening
3: to that. not not two eleven year olds what what yeah, yeah. they no, shouldn't, we're no no yeah right. shouldn't be listening no. if you're eleven yeah, year olds 11, should not be, turn off uh, your internet radio it should be at school
0: right
1: now
3: yes exactly <laughs> yeah. see eleven uh, year olds if you should be in school right now no we're gonna i wanted to talk the reason why I came up with this topic is because for whatever bizarre reason in the news right now there have been this Major rush of 11 year old stories. These stories about 11 year olds having things happen to them or doing things in the communities. And I wanted to, uh, I wanted to, uh, talk about this because I, it, do you, any of you remember what it's like to be an 11 year old?
2: What grade would we be in? Fifth and
4: sixth. <clears> throat> throat> I
3: fifth was. and sixth. I was in the eighth grade, but. Jesus. Uh, the eighth grade? Oh. I skipped, yeah, I skipped oh fifth and God. sixth grade. That's another podcast, another
2: time. But yes, so. God. Goddamn Doogie Hauser over here.
4: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> do, 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 do.
2: Did you get beat up, Ron? No, I, <laughs> did, you, I did not. Did
4: you like get beat you did up? Did
3: you right type now. into
0: your computer journal after every day about the life lessons? No, I,
3: no I did not. Your, but <laughs>
0: your <laughs> <computer>. <laughs> but I. Your computer. Why is really Mori Povich I, on? I'm I did not, <laughs> have
4: a computer. Really <laughs> 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 we have <laughs> Mori <Maury> Povich <laughs> up on the TV. With 11 year olds.
3: With, and, yeah. Angela says Nicole's daughter looked just like her when she was a child. It's a paternity case. All right. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about 11-year-olds this morning, and we've got this situation where an 11-year-old in Colorado, in Arvada, was arrested for drawing stick figures in class.
2: What What were the stick figures doing?
3: Well, uh, so this... First of all, you have to clarify that this kid has ADHD. He's been diagnosed with ADHD. He has a therapist. And the therapist gave him the instruction to draw in class to keep himself active, to keep himself occupied so he's not a distraction to the rest of the class. So he was feeling a little distracted. He pulled out his piece of paper, and he started drawing stick figures. Uh, He went through the process. He calmed himself back down. He got up to throw the piece of paper away. teacher grabbed it and said, let me see that. And sure enough, there's a stick figure drawing of uh, a little stick figure holding a gun and then a group of stick figures. And above the other group of stick figures it said, "Teachers must die." Oh. Oh,
2: there we go. <laughs> wow. Uh, Was that an MIA example <laughs> <of my> <laughs> So,
3: so sure enough the the kiddo immediately gets turned over, handed over to the to the police and and is arrested for this. I
2: mean, you know, all right, all right, I'm just going to jump right out here. The, I think we're all a little too sensitive these days. I know that when I was a kid, I used to draw the same thing. Yeah, it's really And I used realistic. to have we used to have this little triangle piece of paper on our desk that had our names on it, like lord Jesus, like the teachers should know our names, but anyway, <laughs> I <laughs> I would flip it over, and I had a whole little fake drawing button command center where I could make like anything happen. I could make like, things <laughs> blow up by pressing buttons. And my, my little brother, when he was about 11, he was sent to the principal's office for drawing war, war drawings. You know, And uh, I know today that it would have been a much more greater disciplinary action. But little boys, that's what they do. I mean, right,
4: he, uh, well, and he was instructed to do it. That's This is the ridiculous He wasn't therapy.
2: instructed to draw pictures of teachers dying. He wasn't. He, was, he, he, he wasn't. A, yeah, right. I mean, that's the real issue. But here. didn't it's the, not drawing. So
4: I watched, but it's, but it's also the, the the therapist said that he instructs him to draw things that he's feeling. So it's yes, like, yes, it's right. very right. much like oh, it's that's supposed true. to be part of his therapy. Sure,
3: sure. Thank you for that clarification, Vanessa. Yeah. That is right. He's supposed to be drawing how he's feeling at the moment to get it sort of off his chest, externalize it. <laughs>
0: Plus, it wasn't any real threat. I mean, do you know how hard it would be to hit like a, a freaking stick figure
2: with a handgun? <laughs> <laughs> they're so thin. It was, there's no way it would have hit the stick figure. No way. It would have been fine. And if he does, <laughs> he should be in the Olympics. Yes, he should get an award for shooting a stick right. figure.
3: Uh, now, meanwhile, uh, this and this just happened three days ago. An 11-year-old Colorado gr- a girl uh, in Adams County at, at Shaw Heights Middle School was. Handcuffed for being rude at school, uh, she was out in the hallway, and uh, the assistant principal confronted her for being in the hallway. She Said she was in the hallway because she was cold and she needed a sweater from her locker, and the principal, you know, as principals are wont to do, they, excuse me, young lady, I need you to come here and speak with me for a minute, and and she said, I don't have time for this, and turned around and walked away, and uh, and then as, that just with a. Without much sass or less sass or well, I, sass. Yeah. I'm wondering no,
4: if the do it It's not. Yeah. She's Latina. So I,
3: I I a spent a while googling to... for the video. They don't have the the camera up yet. Uh, I'm not going to say her name, unlike Fox News did. I think that's really disrespectful to do that to an 11 year old. Um, but yeah. uh, but anyway, so the assistant principal is getting nowhere. A counselor then comes out. It, you know, they've now they're now crowding this child because all these, you know. Middle school administrators, when the kids are in class, they don't have a lot to do. So they're in the hallway attacking whatever's in the hallway. And uh, when the counselor tried to mediate and the, the student wouldn't respond, they handcuffed her and took her to a juvenile holding facility in the school called The Link.
4: Yeah.
2: Not The Clink? <laughs> I, well, as it
3: It's one. It it's be.
4: one letter away because you're <laughs> <need> juvenile. <laughs> it's juvenile. Yeah. You, and that's it. So this is another case of it. Like, how the hell did we get to the point where you're doing something? I mean, it's for having attitude. We all would have been. I mean, imagine how many times you would have been in the link. I would have lived there.
2: I would have owned the link. <laughs> <laughs> I would have like held court and opened a coffee shop in the link.
3: <laughs> no, I mean seriously. No, and then and then uh, Fox News interviewed the. Uh, the Adams County Sheriff's Office, and they said this is standard procedure to handcuff uh, students
2: when they are acting this way. Uh, what? So far, so understand. far, both of these stories are, seem to me examples of when adults are, are afraid of 11-year-olds. Right. And intimidated r- so, by them. So like, the what, question what's is, the deal there? Like, so
3: why? Why are adults afraid of 11-year-olds?
4: Because what? they're hormones. It's it's. I mean, we're we're talking about adolescence here. They get they can't. Come on, remember eleven? I mean, it, it's it's yeah, it's when yeah. it's when everything really goes downhill. It
2: starts. Ha- it starts happening.
0: Right?
4: <laughs> it's true. Now who?
0: Well, cooties are on a rampage at that at that time. Cooties are. I mean, <laughs> are at an all, an time all time high. high. It's like a hot you zone of cooties. Cootie
3: shots <laughs> like three times a day. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and if you don't, you don't. You know who Lord knows what's gonna happen. Uh, you know, you
3: no, know. is it just? Is, this, is I, it just something about middle school in general? I mean, both these kids here in Colorado, since they have you know middle school is sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, there are a lot of eleven year olds in the sixth grade. They're in middle school. Is it something just unique to middle school?
4: I think that is a problem. Actually, I think you're too young to be with eighth graders at that time but at the same time i mean we all did it too it's it, it's middle school you just got to deal with like if you're going to teach in middle school you need to be prepared to teach in middle school yeah. it,
3: it's a complete it's a holding cell for puberty really is what was middle school is so you're just trying to the keep link. those it's the link <laughs> it's, for puberty it's the link for puberty only being handcuffed really all right but i, I no it,
0: no no I think I think it also I think yes well I mean it's always crap in middle school I think in some ways I think adults have almost forgotten how to even kind of deal with this kind of time because I mean in some ways we're at this point of this oversensitive just we overthink kind of parenting to this huge level and we worry about how all this stuff's going to impact the kids and all this really kind of deep deep concern and then sometimes it seems like folks just go completely overboard. Yeah. That the fact that I mean that's the thing. It's like, oh wait a second, if there's a drawing here, you know, instead of, instead of seeing it as just a pure drawing, like what else can it mean? No,
3: but don't do you don't you think? And, and this is our opportunity to be curmudgeonly old folk here. And don't you think that eleven year olds are a lot the the world that they are faced with right now is a lot more violent and a lot older. Than then it, the, it was then for during us. the Civil
2: War. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, then, then our childhoods.
3: We're we're no. On childhoods I, I absolutely don't, yeah, I don't. I don't
2: think that. I think that you know when our parents were growing up under the fear of of like a nuclear bomb. You know, and then the Vietnam Wars going on, and and race riots, and before then, polio. No, I don't <laughs> think. You know, I mean, before everybody had polio. Before <laughs> <everybody> had polio. <laughs> you know, the, you know what the thing is? Is I, I realize is if you get polio when you're a tweener, you end up brilliant somehow. Really? Yeah. yeah look at all oh, the yeah. brilliant so, I mean, people that had stats. polio. It's always like this. You know, the biography is like you're either they suffered from polio. So
4: we need to bring polio back.
0: So if like if you get <laughs> sent to the link, <laughs> okay. Can you get automatic ejection of polio on the way out? <laughs> yeah. Here, take this, kiddo. <laughs>
3: All right. Here's your cootie shot. Here's your yeah. polio shot. Yeah. We're going to handcuff you and send yeah. you back I, on
0: your I completely way. Agree. I, mean, I, I mean, I just, yeah. I mean, growing up, there's always going to be this kind of specter of violence. Even if it's not like of this kind of like the shadow of nuclear bomb cold war shit. Just, it's a physical time in your life. Right. You, know? right. you Little- get you get either, you know, this should be out of you. Or you get your first nookie. I mean, it, it's a physical time. Thing, weird things are happening all around you. I don't think now is any more or
2: less turbulent than it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, etc. Sure. I think, I think little boys especially are just generally violent. I mean, there's frog baseball, you know. Yes. Frog baseball. Wall ball. I mean, anybody, they anybody torture guys? animals. They torture people. Whoa, 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 little boy! <laughs> I didn't do yeah. any of this.
3: But yeah, well, I mean, well, that's because you were Doogie houser <laughs> We've <always laughs> already, we've already kind of. All right. Speaking of I'm Doogie back. Housers, on a on a positive note, there was another story about an 11 year old here in Colorado, up in Boulder, and I'm going to say his name because this is this is worthy. E- Eli Boardman uh, in Colorado. He is he lives in South Boulder, and he just delivered the 200 Issue of his weekly hyper local newspaper. It, do the math, folks. He's been doing a hyper local newspaper from his home since he was six years old. And uh, little Eli here started the newspaper because, he, yeah, the, the Boardman's camera is just your, celebrated this five years This is your son? <laughs> this is not my son. I have no sons, only daughters. <laughs> no, this kiddo, he was walking around the neighborhood with his family and, uh, you know, a six year old tend to do he pointed out at a stranger neighbor and was like what's his deal mom and dad and they were like i don't know why don't you go ask him and so the kid started interviewing his neighbors thankfully, and they, putting out a thankfully newsletter. Thankfully, the neighbor wasn't a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> We're waiting for the first pedophile profile.
2: From I'm him. glad you asked. He likes little boys. It. Come on, yeah. Joel. I'm trying to Talking keep it positive. Talking about 11-year-olds.
4: Uh, you're trying to keep it positive, and I love the video, but when I read this story <sighs> in the in the Boulder Daily camera, yes. I, there's so much bullshit in there, uh, I can't even stand it. Like, no, he started no, what you his mean? first paper when he was three Right. But it fizzed out, it fizzed oh, out really fast. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. The, f- oh, the, the first up, one was right? a
3: website. It started out. And Who's
4: fact-checking <laughs> this article? <laughs> yeah.
3: It started out as a blog and a podcast. And right. <laughs> right. first,
2: first out of his mom's vagina was an iPad, <laughs> followed by little Eli. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. So I would have been much
0: more interested if the story was about how, how like, Tony Smith like down the street had started like the Smith News Press it was taking over like <laughs> <Nick> Boardman's <laughs> <laughs> camera, right? That, I'm like, whoa, this is a good story.
2: He, right? Is he mainstream media or alt media? Yeah. Well, well yeah. see,
3: I, you know, you've got to be a little nervous if you live in this neighborhood because you I know they're going to monetize. You
2: know what? we in social media. How is that sale? <laughs> well, he's
3: a, he's also the ad salesman. So I'm sure oh, oh, he's a showing second. up delivering See, you and can't cross sales and yeah, yeah. editorial. Yeah. Big, yeah. big no no. He's, he's breaking yeah. lots
4: of rules uh, over here. This kid. I,
3: yeah, it's it's very interesting, though. I mean, you you, you got to be afraid to live in this kid's neighborhood because if you do, you know at some point he's going to write about you because he's running out of stuff to write about. Right. He's not the allowed good off, news. off the block. The good news <laughs> is that
0: he's just 11 years old, so he's probably not that good a reporter. <laughs> 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 you, you, you could probably kind of sneak the skeleton to the closet by his reporters. I, I don't
2: know, Joel.
3: Little Eli
2: might be a muckraker.
4: <laughs> I personally thought he was better at six, but, you know.
3: Yeah, he yeah. yeah. he's sold out he's sold out after his ninth birthday, <laughs> that whole incident. All right.
0: Well, anyway, when so I was- Can we kind of pr- get these three kids together and have them start, like, a league of super friend 11-year-olds <laughs> somehow? Like, I don't know. Like, like the sassy one could go around, like, wagging her finger at people. The yeah. other guy could just draw really violent pictures and then get published
3: in well, little yeah, Eli
0: be- <laughs> paper. Right. <laughs> right? Right? There the we go. the kid would be
3: the cartoonist. Yes, yeah,
0: I think you yeah. so should invite them on crimes. a show
4: and have like a, a, a Yeah, why aren't they here? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I tried
0: I tried to, I tried to <laughs> yeah. get them they were booked.
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They were booked. Well, clearly, clearly they were booked. Bigger they bigger couldn't make it out. Yeah, by the way, folks, we are oh, we are actually at South by Southwest right now. <laughs> that's so right. That's why they couldn't make it. there. Yeah, we're live school. tweeting. We're mm-hmm. live tweeting from South by Southwest. We might be we're able
4: to Skype one of them in later, but we're not sure. All right.
2: Right. We're hosting a panel this afternoon on uh, talking over each other effectively.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: we're doing a fine job, right? So now, uh, talking of news, 11-year-old <laughs> <laughs> newspapers, I actually... For this for this episode, I I posted some stuff on Facebook and Twitter asking folks to share their memories of when they were 11 years old in Denver, and I also pulled out my 11 year my yearbook, my middle school yearbook from when I was 11 years old, and discovered I have no recollection of this, but I was the newspaper editor. <laughs> <laughs> I, can of really? I can
0: see this picture of all these like of all these, you these like kids. Uh, so list. bad. I mean, Wait, I'm gonna. Regret I want to see this picture of all these like six right, so, foot tall, like you know, like folks who are half not, grown, like men and women, and then little Ron.
3: No, I was, I was a big kid. So, oh my God. All right. Uh, here you Let's go. See. I'm really. So I'm passing around my yearbook. Let's my yearbook is like this skinny little magazine size thing. It's splattered with like fluorescent orange and green. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm fat, and uh, and it's just big. Both you know you know I'm husky. You know what's the you know it's you're wearing is great too. Do you, you gotta, yeah, yeah the, right note here. the No, no, no. The, look, I'm I'm right here. Oh, here. Yeah. I'm uh, that one. Oh, that, that one. one. <laughs> that one right there. The chubby one.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, Ron, you are kind of chubby. I, I was. Wow. I was totally I mean, husky. No so the
3: summer wow. after this picture here that you're looking at, I grew six inches, but gained no weight. So oh, there you I go. I was. I was what? chunk. I was.
2: Yeah. I was. Ho- Nancy chunk. Brownfield looks like she could be your mom.
3: Na- Nancy was uh, quite sponsor. the character. She was a. I like. I like Who do you have a crush on in here? <laughs> It was a lady? a uh, Oh God, you I knew Papa, you guys how were gonna could ask you.
4: What did you date question. in your grade? Did I mean were the no, girls I, okay I dating a younger I, guy? No,
3: at this point I was you know, I was eleven and everybody else was thirteen. There was no dating for me at this point. That didn't happen until high school. But but uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, you're just, this is, the newspaper editors
0: club was clearly the cool guys. In yeah. Yeah. I, ha- I have no recollection well, of ever gotta, actually doing a newspaper. You gotta
2: look at the tagline for the newspaper here, which is, uh, "They can because they think they can." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is like even Eli Borden insp- would be like inspired shit. by a train.
3: <laughs> uh, all right, I knew I was gonna regret this. <laughs> but now let's let's start pulling out our our memory banks. So folks on uh, Facebook and Twitter, you guys came out and. Listeners, thank you. You shared some stuff. I want to have like a lament for this Denver that I never actually knew. They talked about all these places that are closed, these iconic Denver locations that now no longer exist. Most, I mean, Rainbow Music Hall I knew about before. Uh, It used to be at Monaco and Evans. Rainbow Music Hall was this venue that brought in all, I mean, imagine every great (coughs) 80s act you can think of played this place. And now now it's a Walgreens. It's, it's huh. been plowed over for a Walgreens. The Celebrity Sports Center. Have you guys heard of this place?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've heard of all these places.
3: Mm-hmm. Celebrity Sports Center was in the location that is now a Home Depot on Colorado, South Colorado Boulevard. The Celebrity Sports Center had 80 bowling lanes. Four, 80? 80. Four, bowl, four water slides. A huge arcade with like 300 games. It was this massive, and it was called Celebrities because all these celebrities were the initial investors. Walt Disney and uh, all these folks came and it was you know, the rumor was that it was a training ground for employees that were going to work at Walt Disney World. They would have to come work celebrities first to get their training and then they would go on to Florida. This place, wow. uh, so many folks posted that they remember this place wildly and, and now it's gone. That's just kind of Crazy to me, I, the uh, Cinderella City Mall. Loved it. Okay, so you, you remember the Cinderella it? <laughs> oh, yeah. City Mall? It, you, it was for a, a short time the largest mall west of the Mississippi, and and there was a, apparently there was this basement area called Cinder Alley uh, that that was meant to look like a New York City street, and just <laughs> like New York.
2: During you the get night. robbed. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. No. I, <laughs> People fly planes into buildings.
3: <laughs> oh. oh no. no, so, no speaking of 11, God. hey, you got to bring that up on 11, right? Oh. Yeah, the 11 episode has to have a reference to that. Oh yeah. Yeah, look at that. Good job. Nice work. I was Pedophilia <laughs> jokes were fine, Josh. <laughs> you'd have to go to 911 jokes. Yeah.
1: No, this Cinderella
3: in the 90s apparently became like this ultra trashy place where you go to get really weird stuff like wigs and
2: uh, and then they not, then they elected Giuliani, and he cleaned it up.
3: Uh, no, I, <laughs> no, As the I, mall supervisor. And then Cinderella Supervisor Giuliani. The Inglewood City Hall. Uh, Inglewood City officials decided to raise it and uh, turn it into a Walmart and a Hobby Lobby.
2: That's unfortunate.
3: It is uh, Showbiz Pizza. Do you guys, do you have any recollection? recollection, Yeah, that was a chain.
2: We had one in New Jersey. Okay, yeah. It's kind of like the knockoff Chuck E. Cheese. Well, here's the
3: thing. I've just, I've learned about this. Showbiz Pizza and Chuck E. Cheese came out same time. They were competitors. Chuck E. Cheese ran itself into the ground financially within two years of opening. Mm. And Showbiz bought them. And kept the name, and then over time, all the Showbiz pizzas changed their name to Chuck E. Cheese because they decided that brand was more valuable. I so would Showbiz Pizza still actually owns Chuck E. Cheese. Really? Yeah, the mouse versus the bear. You right. go with the mouse. Yeah.
4: Right. Especially when there's food involved.
3: Especially. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you, you definitely want a mouse as your mascot when you run a restaurant.
2: It's cheese, Ron. It's cheese. cheese. Get it? <laughs> I yeah. like cheese. Bears don't like cheese. Yeah, Bears. Yeah. What is it? A honey?
1: Pot? Yeah, yes. Everybody, your Are you covering your salmon. Pizza
2: with it, just honey. Salmon. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> if, yeah. If you're running just a pure salmon restaurant, it would be fine. I'm just fair. i Here's your goddamn salmon. <laughs> God <damn> salmon.
3: <laughs> Anyways. God, you're the, so cliche, bear. No. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, did did any of you go to the original Elitch Gardens? Okay, yeah, it's which is now a, a sunflower market and uh, and a Starbucks. Really, uh, where was it? It was right there, thirty eighth and Tennyson. You know that, that big ass like gazebo thing right there? Yeah, that's all that's left. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what. Yeah, really yeah. Uh, oh. folks, folks talked very lovingly of uh, Mister Twister, which is has they they took that roller coaster down and they moved it, you know, board by board over to the new location downtown, and it's now called the Twister Two. It's still huh. just as horrifically painful as it ever was it feels like a car accident when you're done and uh yeah and then fantastic nathan's uh if you guys remember this place it was like an indoor carnival uh, it, it was at the cinderella city mall it then moved to south broadway for a while yeah uh changed its name to fantastic fun and and at that point it had gotten really sketchy uh, the ball pit was <laughs> the,
2: ball the ball pit, pit was, was full of polio? No <laughs> circle, <laughs> yeah. circle, dot, dots gonna save you yeah. from the cooties okay. of the ball pit. <laughs> that's yeah. That that's
0: that's
3: where all the polio went. <laughs> yeah. in the bottom of the ball <laughs> yes, pit. The eleven-year-olds <laughs> got the cooties in the ball pit and then went and got their shots. And now, now that place is actually still alive though. It's a. It's now called Lollipop Park, and it's moved. And they they went from charging. It's in Aurora. It's in this it's, weird it's, shop. It's in moved world. in a weird shop, and now they charge a lot they charge like 14 bucks or they used to charge two bucks they're, they're cleaning but they're, the
4: ball pits these
3: days for they're cleaning the ball pit there is an indoor uh ferris wheel which is pretty cool uh, which is a lot of fun for the kids so and then of course lots and lots of folks mentioning uh casa bonita i'm not even going to pronounce it correctly it is casa bonita <laughs> uh, which my my wife i was one of the first places i visited when i came to colorado uh and it was um well, one of the first places my wife actually worked there as a waitress when she first moved. Really? Too. Mm. So I have some. I have some strong mm. memories. See, so ever do the cliff dive? I just
4: met somebody who was a diver there.
2: That's a oh yeah. There. No.
3: Yeah. Uh, why no.
2: isn't? Why aren't they on?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: I didn't know yeah. we would be talking about this. Yeah. But I would have invited him.
2: Oh. I would the, always <laughs> want to talk to a cliff diver
0: from <laughs> Casa Bonita. I don't care what topic was. I would have this. I would have a diver on.
4: All right. Well, I'll, it I'll talk him. about we'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do.
2: Cliff diver on. He's pretty busy, so I'll. We can dovetail cliff diving. Casa Bonita. Is he with, down like, here at South by Southwest so, with us? All right,
3: is he down here? No, we, we have Austin to wait till not. we get back to Denver. Okay, Got to wait right. till we get back to Denver. So it's
2: hot down here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it sure is hot down here in wow. Austin.
2: It is hot and weird. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they keep it that way.
4: <laughs> what party are you guys going to tonight?
2: All of them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is everyone on is everyone out there convinced that we are in in fact in austin i just
2: want to say when i was 11 i was madly in love with Alyssa milano so, were you oh, yeah yes oh. and i had her pictures up in my locker and then someone down the hall put their her picture up in their locker and i threw them up against the locker and said, she's mine. And, and <laughs> Josh, and, I want to thank you. And at you. some point, at one point in my life, and, and Vanessa can verify this, I had the opportunity of actually sharing I remember this. You talked about this for Alyssa years. Mahano. You talked about this forever. And rather than be creeped out, she grabbed my knee and said, oh, that's cute. She grabbed your knee. She did. Have you ever watched that knee? And we were alone <laughs> together in a room. And then wow. I tried to, like, use that as the launch pad. And it can, it's, <laughs> wait, did it go well? How do you
0: move so, so so how do
2: you try to use that as a quote unquote launch pad? When Alyssa Mulatto's holding your knee like that, w- what do you do? You slide your knee through her so that her hand t- slides up <laughs> up, up, up your thigh. You to, wait, so you were trying to show, shove your crotch towards Alyssa Mulato. I was hoping to get in a dry hump. <laughs>
3: Josh, can I thank A you grace. right now? Because I, you guys have now seen my middle school yearbook, and I, and yeah. nobody else is going there with me. Vanessa, I saw you tweeted about your bangs.
4: Yeah, my bangs were one thing. You I mean, everybody bangs? had bangs.
2: Like Betty Page bangs?
4: <clears throat> the, no, the ba- like the huge bangs. The huge, oh, yeah, up in the yeah, sky yeah. high, oh, yeah. like,
3: like in my yearbook. Right, right. Yeah. There, there are lots oh, of yeah. those. The, the big, wall of bangs. The, the sunflower mm-hmm. of bangs. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, that's wow. beautiful. What about you, Joel? Where, what were you like when you were 11?
0: Oh, I think I blocked that part of my life. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, no, I definitely, w- I definitely liked rocking the TNC Surf uh, t-shirts right around that time, right? And remember like, uh, the gorilla? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The bright Absolutely. blue or bla- bright, pink it's TNC Surf. T- I know t-shirts. exactly I what you're that talking was about. Really cool. For me, it wasn't Lisa Milano though. I think it was Nogzima Girl by that point. I was big Nogzima Girl <clears throat> with her big curly hair. Oh yeah. And then she, and then Where's she, call her Duck Girl. And then she got killed on a. Uh, now to zero because uh what i think like it was like um she was on now to zero right you
4: and were watching that m- middle and school and she
0: married like dylan
2: <laughs> and it turned out her father was a mobster
0: what and what
2: where did this go what just happened yeah you know what i mean was this this was around when dylan's dad died right wasn't he no you're thinking of dawson's grief. you're listening no. to the <laughs>
3: 90210 <laughs> podcast dylan's live dad from died south by in, southwest in
2: car <laughs> explosion
3: <clears throat> no,
0: Dylan's wife, a.k.a. Noxima girl, died. All right, <laughs> we, we got to get
3: past this, or we got to move on. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't have <laughs> it. Help us here. You know. Julian, did Julian. Me <laughs> what, so we were ta- I was talking <laughs> with Julian a little bit about uh, what, what life in Colombia was like whenever he was 11, and he was telling, us, telling me some stories about riding his bike.
1: Yeah, it was uh, if you've been to South America or Central America or any other place in the world, I guess, um, the roads are very narrow, mm. and um, I used to ride my bike to the river. And like you know, like the buses are going like 60 miles an hour, right next, right next to you. So that's what I remember. when I was 11, but I also had like the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, El Príncipe del Rap. I had uh, yes. Saved by the Bell, Salvado por la Campana. Yes. I had uh, yeah, like all the all the shows, all the sitcoms. Uh, Full House was oh, tres por yeah. tres.
3: Trace for Trace
1: That is what
3: it is. Trace That's outstanding. That is a
2: better name than Full House. I agree. It's a horrible name for a show.
0: <laughs> oh, it's a house. It's full of people.
1: We're gonna call it Full House. There <laughs> we go. I Move on. Enough.
2: They had less people in a bigger house than than mine.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. That, really it wasn't that full relate. at all. It
2: wasn't full. Yeah,
1: like no. Like, Brady no one Bunch.
2: sleeping on the couch. Brady
1: Bunch was a full house. Brady Bunch was a full house. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't Absolutely. that big a house. Uh, you got this one, the A team.
2: Oh my god, oh. I love the A team.
1: In, in, uh, in I love it when the a plan translation comes was los magníficos.
2: Los
0: magníficos. Oh. Wait, awesome. can we name our eleven-year-old team of, of super friends <laughs> los
3: magníficos? Yes, they yes, have absolutely. To be. All right, okay. we'll get them Luciano masks too. If I mean, if for me, other other than the completely forgotten, my completely forgotten role <laughs> as newspaper editor in middle school, I you know. 11 was a big deal for me because that was the first time I ever took a trip to Colorado. My family took a summer vacation here uh, right around my 11th birthday. We went all over. We did all the, like, classic. We did Seven Falls and the Royal Gorge and Pikes Peak and the Denver Mint. And I remember my family just being so poor (laughs) that we were, like, rolling down a hill at some point hoping for the one shell station in the state, <laughs> because that was the charge card we had. That was the only credit card my parents had at that point.
4: Did you run out of gas?
3: Oh, yeah. We were, yeah. We were out of gas, rolling down the hill into the gas station. That's that, very we, Beat
2: of you. That's what okay. the Beats
3: do. Yeah, well, I, I think that's not what they intended. I think right. it was just my parents. I was insisting we go to all these amazing places that I had found out about in Colorado, and I just yeah. loved it here.
2: Like Diamond Cabaret? <laughs> we, and we never made it to
3: Shotgun Willies or Diamond Cabaret. I'm really upset that we, ne- we didn't make it to Celebrity Sports Center because it would have been open at that point, and yeah. I, I missed it. But, uh, yeah, and ever since then, because of that trip to Colorado, it had such a profound effect on me that 11 is still my lucky number. So, wow.
0: wow. Yeah. That's
3: why you want to do a show by 11-year-olds. We're
0: all kind of confused. The, we that's know. the other reason why I wanted to do it a show about 11-year-olds. all comes out
4: now. So. I, ele- I got my first kiss at 11. It was awful. Whoa, I didn't at 11? 11. Nice oh work. It was, a, I, it was not intentional. It was like... I wow. always, I How do you get realize... an
3: unintentional kiss? Well, okay, an unintentional... Fall on him? Yeah, <laughs> no,
4: it was, this, it was very aggressive and forceful. This kid that I was... Mm, yeah, uh-oh. this is going to terrify me. Yeah, him this is not good at all. Girls. What a
0: really dark place uh,
4: <laughs> No, but, I mean, well, okay, so he was my quote-unquote boyfriend. right? We were couple skating because I like, lived at the, at the skating rink at Stardust. So Stardust. I was really excited because I was with, of with course, gigantic the boy bangs. who, with my gigantic bangs, the boy who was totally opposite of Ron, the one who got held back. So he was older yes. in my class and I thought we were just going to peck, but he re- like, he stuck his tongue in my mouth and I thought it was a oh, disgusting thing oh, on God. the planet. And so I falsely <laughs> accused him of something that he didn't do that I'm not going to talk about. And he got kicked out of the skating rink for you. Knowingly oh my agrees. God! So how's that for a voltaic? Wow! Yeah.
2: You know, it's, uh, you can't. <laughs> pl- you can never blame it on the woman, but you were an at-risk youth.
4: <laughs> not until high school. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. Uh, I was right.
4: actually a band nerd at eleven. You
2: were. <coughs> you were. So yeah. you hadn't been thrown in the link yet, at this point.
4: No, no, not till high school.
0: And then you were in the link <clears throat> all the time.
4: Yeah, uh, two years.
0: If only you'd gotten polio before then. I know. You'd
3: be
2: fine. You'd oh, also be brilliant. <laughs> <You're kind of> <laughs> <hit>. <laughs> <laughs> like you. No. I didn't have polio. So, uh,
3: yeah, all right. So what I want I uh, to do to put a – to button this, this thing up is I want to talk about the difference between, you know, 11-year-olds then and now. All these folks that I asked on Twitter and Facebook to share their stories of 11-year-olds, they shared the stories of these crazy, idealistic, grandiose places that used to be Denver. You know, the Celebrity Sports Center and Cinderella City Mall and Showbiz Pizza and uh, – Elitch Gardens and Casa Bonita, and now the story of the 11-year-old is getting handcuffed and thrown in the link. Yeah. I, do you think Denver has changed? Do you think we've sort of lost our nerve? Because right now, I sort of I feel like the most daring thing Denver is willing to do is sell you bone marrow at twenty dollars a plate at a restaurant, and they just won't go there. No, uh,
0: no I agree. I think there's still some really just, weird
3: fucked up places from
0: lakeside to mm-hmm. mile high flea market mm-hmm. uh, to okay. uh to that um the drive and movie theater right there at the uh, yeah. which place yeah. is like mm-hmm. there's like there's like a freight train that like runs like through the freaking like drive drive and movie theater
4: and still fun water World's still here too yes yeah, so water world God. which is
0: amazing water yeah. world
3: is completely where amazing. they have
0: like a giant like toilet and you get flushed down the giant <laughs> toilet have you guys ridden the giant toilet? It's amazing. No. No. I, it's <laughs> amazing. It's, it's a
3: huge like funnel. It's like getting flushed down a toilet. I love it. It's like like as you're saying it as if you've had the original experience of actually being flushed down a toilet. It's
2: called a swirly, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: Things i blocked also out in my 11-year-old's <laughs> <Yeah>. life. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's more fun at Waterworld. Okay. All
3: yeah. right. So, so you, don't, you don't think Denver has sort of all these things that are now gone. It, it's not that it has changed. and It's just that people remember those big things more. And it, Because, because what, when old. you
0: are 11 years old, everything is gigantic. Yeah. Everything oh, yeah. is supersized. Yeah. Everything is incredibly dramatic, more dramatic. Like, these days, it takes a lot to get people like us excited. Yeah, when Uh, you're 11 years old, everything's ridiculously amazing. Yeah.
4: Well, also as we were talking about before, I mean we're we're overly sensitive in the school, so it's not that the 11 year olds have less; it's just that we're acting ridiculous about you know uh, overreacting when it comes to what they're doing. I mean, if you think about it, like the school resource officer program didn't start until I was at the end of my high school days, but just the idea of having cops in the schools constantly is. Problematic because just like cops will do, they have to do something. They have to make themselves feel useful somehow. So now they're putting kids in the link.
2: Yeah. I think we can generally say that that we're trying to, and I don't, I don't know if it's intentional, but we're trying to remove childhood. Mm-hmm. Like we we expect people to be adults,
4: or at the very least, take or away adolescence. Like and yeah, and
0: yeah, it's funny that exactly. that we yeah. as adults these days kind of also want to keep acting a bit like kids. Like we don't want to kind of wear. Like, not suits and whatnot. Right. It's this weird kind of middle ground Mm -hmm. where we want everyone to be the same age, which is what, like 17? Everyone everyone in the world from age... 17 well, let's, to, let's 17 make to him, 20 let's 25. 17 to
3: 25. Let's make him legal. So 18. Okay. 17 to 25, depending on where you're at, what kind of day it is. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, I, I just want to make sure... Sh- I just want I don't want to lose that that idealism and optimism that I, I know I had when I was 11. And I want to make sure that the it's kids... It's already gone, right? De- <laughs> yeah, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> the dream is dead. I was a cynical, cynical, it's pessimistic, no, it's not. No, it's not. Because, all right, David Goh, music columnist uh, for the Grand Junction Sentinel, he sent us a message on Twitter, and one of his fondest memories of being 11... Was uh, eating King Super's fried chicken with his grandparents, and and he says to this day, you can still get that same fried chicken. So you know there are some things that continue for the rest of your life. And if you love the crispy skin, uh, the dietary staple that is King Super's fried chicken, yeah. that's something that's going to be there for you. Forever. Too bad
0: there was polio in King Super's <laughs> fried
3: chicken. Yeah. A and, lot and, of it and cooties. polio
4: sledge. All right.
3: Well, speaking of grandiose, out-of-control productions, uh, we we had our event last week, and things went so well that it went long, and we didn't give away all of our coffee. So I actually have two bags of coffee to give away. Uh, I I went and did a drawing this morning and used random.org to select a winner. So from our email subscribers, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I've done this before. I have experience. Uh, So Jimmy Shanfield... (laughs) Uh you are uh you are a winner of a free bag, a sixteen dollar bag of uh Novo coffee, and Kia Rue, uh one of our Facebook fans, um, uh, you also win some coffee. So I'm gonna email you or get you on Facebook and we'll get that coffee to you somehow. I don't know how that I don't know how that's gonna work. But congratulations, you want some coffee. Because uh, if that didn't happen then my wife and I were gonna drink it. Um uh, I, I think that's it.
4: Love and it's hate
0: love and hate.
3: Uh, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, to. if you, if if we've helped you unlock any uh, repressed memories of when you were eleven, um, make sure to leave us a comment at denverdiatribe or give us a call at seven two zero two eight two yell and leave us a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Oh, things we've missed from,
0: from the Denver of yesteryear. There's a lot of other things.
3: There, yeah, there's so more. Yeah. yeah, please, by all means, leave us a comment. Let us, if we forgot something, tell yeah. us what it is. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to love and hate. Joel,
0: what I have this week? What I have? Oh, I want to give a love this week. <clears throat> to um, a program called Apex Movement, which mm-hmm. are like the main parkour guys here in Colorado. I know parkours. I thought we were going to have on. Passe- Yeah, eventually we might have him on. I want to give a love. Um. This is basically run by this young kid named Ryan Ford. I think he's like twenty-two, twenty-three. A new Yorkers already, of written, yeah. New Yorkers already written a whole freaking story about this kid. This, oh, really? This guy is like, you know, is like the Lynn Sanity of Parkour. And he's based here in Colorado. People, people really don't know it, and he's just running these amazing programs. They just put this new video up where they're literally jumping across massive like building gaps in downtown. Next video that they're putting out is. The team of, like, 9- to 12-year-olds that he is training to do parkour. There so, you go. So awesome. you know, when we were off being, like, smart-alecky 11-year-olds, these kids are jumping over buildings. So that's coming up. Uh, we can put a link to the new showreel from uh, f- from Apex Movement on our website. And if you guys want to take classes with this guy,
2: it's a, pr- it's a pretty amazing program.
3: All right, cool. Hey, Josh, you got something for us?
2: I'm going to love on something that I haven't even experienced yet, but... Um I was reading uh, Colorado Music Buzz, and they gave Best New Venue in Denver to Metal Lark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't been there yet, but it uh, it's apparently on this s- s- within a block of Larimer Lounge on Larimer, <coughs> and it's in the basement. And it just feels like this. The way they describe it, it feels like someplace I would like. And they have two dollar PBRs, and they have an open jazz stage on Monday, and what they call the best open mic in Denver on Tuesday. So I want to go check it out.
4: Maybe we should yeah. have our next preemptive live show there. love.
2: Yeah, maybe we should uh, tape that from there when we get back to Denver.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, sounds mm-hmm. fun. Okay. In a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah
2: Vanessa.
4: Um, I'm going to give some love, too, damn it. Um, I saw Saving Face last night, the, <coughs> the Oscar-winning um, uh, documentary yes. co-directed by Daniel Yungi. Um So it's not new, of course, but it's the first time I've seen it, and it's phenomenal. It's really, I mean, it's clear why it won an Oscar, but its it's very difficult. Have you guys seen it?
3: No. no, not So yet. just
4: be prepared. I mean, you really, it is very difficult to watch. I hear
3: I hear the, it's pretty graphic.
4: Yeah, I mean, in, and it's immediate. It, they There's no, no waiting to get to, I mean, you just, you see these women. So, you know, it's about uh, acid attacks in Pakistan. Yes. And it's, I mean, if you don't cry or are not feeling like you should be crying, then then something's wrong with you because it's very, I mean, it's it's just so disturbing. But it's so well done, and uh, I'm going to give some love to, to that and to that for Bringing some attention to something that clearly needs it,
3: I, I think we're going to go unprecedented here and have love all around the room. I I'm gonna I actually I, I want to very quickly love on Denver Gorilla Run, uh, who one of my favorite r- runs in town. They won the Lodo Limelight Spotlight Award recently, beating out Stock Show Parade and St. Patrick's Day Parade downtown. So that's cool. Uh, Tennessee Pat Tennessee Pass Cookhouse at Ski Cooper. Uh, you you go on a little. You go cross-country skiing up to this little yurt, and they serve you phenomenal food. Uh, That was a really fun little trip. It's only a mile to get there, so even if you're not good at cross-country skiing, you can do that. Very fun weekend. And to my daughter, Madeline, who turns five tomorrow. Uh, Madeline, if you're listening, happy birthday. I love you. And if If you're you're listening, your teacher is in serious (laughs) trouble because you're supposed to be in school right now, young lady. And uh, just like all you 11-year-olds out there, you should not be listening to this. This is not appropriate for kids. (coughs)
1: <coughs> I have Julian. I have love too. Tomorrow yes. is the kickoff of the Rapids uh, season. Yes. Yeah. So soccer everyone go so- support the Rapids.
3: Soccer people, soccer it exists yeah. in the United I'm States. I'm going tomorrow.
4: Who are they playing?
1: They're playing the Crew, the uh, Motley Crew. <laughs> <laughs> they're, the Crew they're from gonna kick their ass. <laughs> Columbus, Columbus Crew. Columbus Crew. School.
3: Right on. Okay. Well, and that That's about all the love and hate we have for this week. Uh, If you have something to say about today's topics or would like to share a little of your own love and hate, please leave us a brief message at 720-282-YELL. That's 720-282-9355. Each week we'll pick our favorite messages and play them on the show. Our theme music is by the band houses. Our web hosting is provided by bluechannel.com. You can watch us live on Friday mornings at 9 a.m. on nfnradio.com, or you can listen to the episodes on demand by subscribing to our podcast, by email, iTunes, Stitcher Smart Radio, Google Listen, etc. 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 For more information, check out our website, Denverdiatribe.com, or find us on Twitter and Facebook. I'm Ron Doyle on behalf of my co-hosts, Josh Vanessa. Uh Joel and Julian thanks for listening